0: Thank you for downloading the OneChurch Podsmead podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. To find out more about life at OneChurch, visit us online at thisisonechurch.com.
1: I've said already, you are so welcome here this morning uh, and it is good to be in House of God, right? We're so glad you can make it. We have got something different this morning. We've got something a little bit uh, new. I, yeah the stalls are out so you're like yeah something different's happening this morning you're not going to just shout at us over the microphone some, there's going to be some content which is that but I, I just want to invite our senior leaders Pastor Simon and Pastor Ali just to join me uh, why don't you give them a massive round of applause as they come and join us Guys, it's so good to have you here with us this morning. Thank you. I'm really excited. I just want to, like, just affirm these guys for a second. They are incredible leaders. Like, we are so blessed to have them at the front of what we do. And, uh, you know, they take the punch in the face first, and they stay around the longest. And I just want to honour you guys and just say, like, you are exceptional leaders, and it's an honour to serve you.
0: Thank you. That's very kind.
1: Thank you. so today we're kind of calling it like an on the horizon interview, and uh we I need, you guys need to know there is so much stuff happening that we don't always see on a Sunday, and there is some really exciting things that we're going to unfold as we go on this morning. but talk to us about your heart behind this idea of like on the horizon
0: yeah, uh, hello everybody, and uh, it's nice to meet you and uh, this is just in case you're not not sure. My name's Simon, this is Ali, and uh, we have responsibilities for the overall network of churches called One Church. And uh, uh, so we have a mission statement that if you picked out, uh, right at the start, Lisa said, our mission statement is, we are growing you to live big. Yeah. So Jesus said in John 10, 10, I've come that you might have life. And life to its bigness or its fullness. So we're on that journey to help you find what that purpose is in your life. And, and as a church and as individuals that we live to the fullness of that purpose. So if that's your mission, that's if, you, if you want, that's your compass point. That's where we're looking at the compass point. That's where we're going. Uh, the vision, this is one of the things I've realised about vision. Vision is your horizon. <laughs> It's as far as you can see on the horizon, and and when you look on the horizon, you're 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 really looking and going, "What, what do you think that is? And you go, I think that's a sail, you know. And if it's a sail, it's a boat. And if we can get there, we can go and sail around the world. And of course, but of course, the closer you get to it you realise it actually is a wigwam, right? It just right? But you, you do your best to describe what you see on the horizon and you move towards it. The closer you get to it, it starts to crystallise in front of you. Yeah. The second thing I've realised is that the more you move towards the horizon, the more the horizon moves away from you. Yeah. Yeah. So what you thought was what your intentions are, yeah. you get to there and you go, Oh my goodness, there's more. And there's more, and there's more. And these are the things that are, we, we have to communicate. We keep moving t- towards the horizon, and suddenly new vision comes to us, new, th- new thoughts, new things that we can see. And this is an opportunity to explain what Ali and I, with the responsibilities of the overall One Church, see on the horizon. That's why we're here with you today. Excellent.
1: And, and the truth is, something that will always be on the horizon is... Like leadership development. So, if you know Simon at all, he is the reason why me and Liam moved to Gloucester from Cornwall Uh, eight years ago. We were making the decision we want to go somewhere where we can grow, and we want to live big, just like that. We say, and and uh, we came here, and we have definitely had to grow, whether we like it or not. But you've just got such a heart, and you are excellent at developing leaders. Why don't you just share a little bit around that for us?
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, It is my passion. Um, when I first moved to Gloucester, I really felt God say to me, um, as I stood on top of the Robinswood Hill, before I even had a role here, right, is that uh, to plant churches mm. as far as I could see. And the horizon was, well, it's miles and miles and miles. And, uh, and I made a promise to God that I'd move to Gloucester to do that. Mm. Um, and the reason I do that, I do that is because uh, my passion to grow leaders... It's like having children. Eventually, they want their own car. Yeah? They they, they want some independence. They want some space to stretch. So we create vehicles, like One Church Podsmead, purely because we have two outstanding leaders here who, who if, if we just kept them in a box they'd just get very frustrated right and you've got to give space to people to grow and expand and figure those things out my job is to release that gifting in people mm. so the bible tells us in ephesians that jesus chooses certain people to lead the body of christ mm. Uh, apostles prophets pastors teachers and evangelists and uh, that's not exclusive for the list of leaders but those are the ones i really am trying to find and release in doing that and that's what's come out so programs like fire academy mm. or internships emergence d21 if, you, if any of those names have meant anything to you in your history that's because it's all part of development for people yeah. blaze Is anybody here did blaze there you go. Yeah, Look at that. Amazing. That, that outstanding people.
1: <laughs> so good. And and the truth is, Sai, uh, that uh you can't help yourself like you are always developing someone somewhere and I like like I said even before we even came to Gloucester you were having an effect and developing us and our family um all the way down in Cornwall and stuff but but tell us a little bit about um how you how that works out for you because I know you've had lots of people kind of come into you and say hey Cy si, can you help help me grow what does that look like what's that looked yeah. like for you over the last couple of years
0: yeah well firstly like Liam had to drive past Gloucester to get to Cornwall Cornwall from Manchester, right? <laughs> Before he realised the truth to set him free. <laughs> and, uh, uh, this uh, it's interesting you talk about Cornwall. Uh, uh, the o- over the years, uh, God has blessed us as a church to be a resource to other leaders. So uh, people would come. Oh, can we have lunch? Or can we have? And, and it's not just me, but other leaders in the church will continuously uh, uh take someone out for lunch, and they're usually other pastors of churches who are saying, how do you do that? How does that work? What's that? What's happening there? And, and, you're, you're, and we just pour ourselves out, and you run out of diary time. Mm. So I thought, we've got to think smarter with this. So Dr. John Andrews and myself teamed up together to form something we called the coaching network. So we haven't advertised this. We've just connected with people who've asked to connect with us. Yes. That's how it works. All right. There's no adverts. No. Uh, if you think we've got something you can offer, you get invited to the coaching network. Yeah. And and so that that's a day, and I love it because Dr. John, he's just an amazing teacher. So he does all the hard work. I tell a few stories and a joke, right, to keep everybody together, right, and then um, but. What I think is amazing, 20 churches from the UK come to that co- coaching network. So that's 20 different parts. Now they're starting to bring their teams, so it's starting to be a, a growing concern. So, but I think what's marvellous is One Church Podsmeet part of that, yeah. and One Church is now having an impact. There's a church in Stockton-on-Tees, which is just outside of Newcastle. Right, it is as far spread. There's even a chap who is in Cork in Ireland. Yeah who jumps on a plane to come over for this coaching network. This is what we are doing across the nation. (laughs) it's amazing
1: and, and it's such a rich resource that we have inside and, and John Andrews and, and the team and just being able to hang out with like like minded people just thank you for opening that arena up for us and just on behalf of those other pastors that are just doing the grit in different locations and stuff it makes such a difference and, and friendships that we've formed with different people are on the same page and what's really cool is you're all a part of that yeah. we are investing in Loads of churches all up and down this country, and that's really cool. And you're a massive part of that, guys. People are learning from your story here in Podsmead as we're able to share it because this is a door that's open. But, but it's more than that, isn't it, so I Like,
0: yeah, I, Can I just emphasise that? Like, People come up to me and say, how do you plant a church in a, in a housing estate? I'm like, don't talk to me. Talk to Liam and Lisa. Like, I only tell you stories that they tell me so you have this marvelous uh, yeah. it yeah. really is your story is helping other people really how not to do it
1: yeah i mean <laughs> most of the time we're like i have no idea we turn up and god does the rest <laughs> uh, but uh, but it's more than that isn't it so yeah. cuz like um some a really exciting opportunity opened up for you personally but it, again this is oc being able to do something significant in our nation
0: yeah so um Traditionally, one church has been part of assemblies of God since
1: 1924.
0: Whoa! Can you believe, I had the certificate on my wall in, in the church office there. Um, and just recently, as in this year, Assemblies of God is a denomination, a Pentecostal denomination, right that one church has affiliated to for all those years. And uh, so it's a a, it's a banner. It's an accountability of sorts. Uh, The um, but at the beginning of this year, um, there was a a rise of a new leader, and his name's Glyn Barrett. If you were at We Are One a a couple of conferences ago, he was the speaker at We Are One. He has now taken on the role of national leader of Assemblies of God, and he wanted to form a team. And he said, "I need someone to do leadership development for 600 churches in the UK." So he asked Ali, <laughs> who really is the the neck behind the head, right? Uh, um, no, seriously. With that joking aside, right? The the two of us worked really hard on this, but I'm I'm the face. If you want, he said, "Would you help us?" Like, uh, work with leadership development in the UK. I said, what do you need me to do, Glenn? He said, what you've done in one church, could you do across the nation, please? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Yeah. So um, I, I'm like, what, what's good for me? I, I have accepted this uh, in May this year. So this is very new. and uh, uh, But this is not superseding my role here, No. Right? this has to work in order the other to work, yeah. Yes, yeah. do you understand what I'm saying here, so it's an extension of what I do, but what's brilliant for me is I don't have to wake up thinking, what hat am I wearing today, No. I, it's the same hat just with a broader responsibility, mm. so please pray for me, uh, it's created one or two things we have to work on um, so, for example, one of the things is we, we were really upset with the Assemblies of God and came to a conclusion we weren't going to walk with them anymore. So, we stepped out of Assemblies of God a couple of years ago. <laughs> so, when he asked me, I said, w- w- You know, we're not an AO Assemblies of God church anymore. He went, Doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it's all changed. And all the things that we were concerned about two years ago have all been reversed. Yeah. That's created a platform. So literally, as leadership, we are processing that decision this year. Yeah. right? So for me, I'm saying I'm jumping in as a church, as a wider church. We're saying, OK, then let's just ask God to help us make sure all the right things are in place before we make yeah. a final decision totally. in February next year.
1: Absolutely. And we totally trust you with that sign. I know you've got an exceptional team um, and others that you put all these questions to and you don't take any decision lightly or out of affirmation Uh, but you you. make decisions that are based on the good of this network and the nation at the end of the day and the call of God that is on your life which Mm. is really cool but how are you possibly managing to do all of this?
0: Yeah, Uh, Two two things number one is the role isn't a doing role it's not a management role it's an oversight role so I've got to make sure I'm designing and overseeing rather than managing and doing. There is an element where there's some things you've got to fix because there's a massive load, shed load of responsibilities. Mm. Right? So, there, uh, so that's the first thing. The yeah. second thing is releasing my wife to take some of my responsibilities.
2: You and me both, fellow. Yeah, okay. So just to explain a little bit of that, this man has given me a day of his uh, job, right, which takes me about three days to do because he's so good at it. But um, if you can imagine Simon's role at One church, um, the more, more of the ground level side is making sure he's managing the quality and the well-being and the health and the development of the leaders on the ground. So if, if, if these guys are healthy, their churches will be healthy um, and keeping things on point with the vision and culture uh, of one church. And then of course it moves uh, out to uh, explore you know leadership development, not just locally but nationally and then internationally. Nationally, which you'll we'll hear about in a bit, and then exploring new frontiers because this guy's a jolly pioneer and he's forever finding a place that needs chopping into, so that we can pursue it with the, uh, you know, with the kingdom of God. Um, so I am doing the on the ground side of his role, so that's the bit he's releasing to me and we're releasing more of the outward facing stuff to Simon so I'll be looking after the health of leaders the well-being of leaders I'm looking at well-being and pastoral care across all of our churches because that needs a revamp we've discovered we're straying a little off Bible with some of that becoming a little bit too top down, so you'll get those things are going to be coming to you, it's really exciting See, isn't yeah. it we've had some time with your leaders on that and uh, I'm really excited about really um, just developing and uh, igniting a new spirit of pastoral care among us, which will be really good for our churches. Obviously, I'm passionate about prayer, and I'm passionate about the prophetic, and those things will still be working in me. They're like breathing. I can't not do those. You'd have to kill me to stop me doing those things (laughs) so I'm going to be so the sort of the line management the care of uh, on the ground leaders and programs will be mine to do yeah (laughs) and how I can do it in the speedy does it I will have to grow into but that's how it's going to work
1: excellent so so good yeah come on she's very good at looking after us to be fair
0: she was already doing it yeah she I was just taking the credit (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: I can affirm that. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. <laughs> oh, that's all so exciting, and and uh, so we we've gone from like local stuff to national stuff. But there's so much stuff happening internationally. I know we're all excited about 2020 mission. Who's going? who's on the home team, everybody. Yeah, uh, so we're really excited about that. But I know for us, um, we sent Liam with you uh, to go to Egypt, and you've been doing lots of stuff uh, around the Middle East. Yeah. And also, we want to hear about how Kennedy and Priska are getting on in Zimbabwe. We, I'm so excited to see Kennedy at We Are One. Yeah. It's going to be good. Absolutely. Tell us a bit about that, Si. Um,
0: so the Middle East, uh, a few uh, We Are Ones ago, we took up an offering uh, because of the Syrian crisis. Yeah, you remember, and we generously gave ten thousand pounds that cause, which for us is the biggest gift we've ever given as a, as a church. Um, but you realise it's just like a drop in the ocean. Like millions are required to to rescue that situation, and and I felt God was saying to me on behalf of one church, lean into this, Simon, lean into the Middle East. it's scary because of all the news that you're you're hearing. But there's some desperate people there and some wonderful churches in the middle of all that stuff that's going on. And I felt God say to me, don't be part of the rescue, be part of the rebuild. So when, when people have stopped looking at what's happening in that area in the Middle East, that one church would turn up and say, can we help you rebuild? Can we help you? So uh, I've just said, God, I have no connections. I have nothing except for you speaking to me. Now, this is typical. This is my job in one church, to hear something from God and yeah. then go and create a new path. Yeah, that's right. So I just go, well, well, it's amazing. Once you pray that prayer and you become willing, yeah. the uh, the connections that come. Yes. I, and I've been involved in training. I, I've been training... Uh, I, I, I trained three archbishops of the Coptic Church.
1: Can you believe <laughs> you that? Can you even imagine that scenario? Yeah, that's really. right.
0: They're all in their regalia, big beards, like huge beards. And they just say, can, you, can we learn? Oh, what an honour as part of a team to do yeah. this. And, and I've just followed that trail. For the last three years, we've been working with uh, some leaders in Cairo. And these leaders are young, emergent leaders that are coming from across the country there. Um, so uh, there's around about 200, 250. Uh, for three years, we've been in working with these leaders. Uh, and last, at the be- where are we? This year, in just the beginning of the summer this year, we went out and we said, could you give us the best 25 leaders you've got? We'll run a conference for all those leaders, but can you just select the best 25 and we'll put some real uh, uh, real, uh, quality training into these 25. These are the 25 that we think can really make a difference in the future. So the deal is, we set up a new deal that we'll do 25 this year. 25 next year, and 25 the following year. So that'll be 75 leaders over the next three years that this organisation has identified as the best leaders they've got. Isn't that exciting? In the country. What amazed me is the first 25, we're chatting to them, and these 25 are already going across to Syria, working in the refugee camps, and working with church leaders in Syria... Uh, Iran and Iraq, right, already. This is, it amazes me. Like, you just follow God's call... Train a few leaders that you think, is this what it's all about? But you don't realise God said, I'm taking you on a journey here. Trust me. And now, so Mike Williams, who's the pastor at One Church Bristol, is one of the trainers. And I'm looking for our pastors now to go and connect and do training with these over the next three years. So I'm not going to do that training anymore. I've set it up. They can all go now and get on with it. And now I'm looking... Where's next? (laughs) Lebanon. So please pray for me. In the next 10 days, I have an appointment uh, to discuss what's the new frontier in the Middle East. Jordan, uh, Syria. There are some amazing opportunities that are potentially available Mm. there. Uh, For example, here's an idea that we could use. To fly out leaders from the most troublesome countries to Cyprus... And train them in Cyprus, for example. Wow. Because it's a safe place for them, and they can worship without looking over their shoulder.
1: Wow. What yeah? a difference.
0: So I'm not, I'm not telling you that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you the types of conversations yeah. I'm in at the moment yeah. on your behalf <laughs> to bring about a rebuild in those areas.
1: Amazing.
0: Yes. Yeah. So there's, uh, there's other organisations. I'm trying to bring other churches and other organisations into this forum mm. so that uh, finance can be raised to make Great. those things happen. And that's
1: happen. amazing because we're actually growing people to live big yeah. in the places you'd never expect anyone to be able to grow. Yeah. And we're part of that. And I, like, don't take it lightly that Pastor Simon has just asked you to pray. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Please.
1: You don't get off that easy we must pray because there's a whole bunch of people that are diligently following Jesus in the roughest of circumstances and we're going to grow them to live big, even when there's not a lot of life going on. That's amazing, Si. That's I, so I, do, cool.
0: I do need to tell you a really cool story. So connected with a pastor in Syria area, or Damascus, I think that's Syria. Uh, and he, he said, he opened church up on Sunday morning and four families... Muslim families turned up for church. Wow. They said, uh, can I help you? The, the, and this is what they said. Jesus has told us to meet you today. Wow. He said, what do you mean? He said, well, last night, and these four families are staying in a room half the size of this room. He said, Jesus turned up in the middle and we talked to him and we asked him questions. He answered our questions. And at the end of it, he said, go and find... Pastor so and so, tomorrow morning, and tell him that you need to come to his church, and that this is how you're not going to connect. Four families. <coughs> like miraculous stuff is happening yeah. in the Middle East. Yeah. I, it, I don't ask me to explain how that works. All right. <laughs> Except that's a connection that we have. So good. So maybe God's taking so us good. somewhere.
1: Amazing. Very exciting.
0: Okay, please pray. Because we're on to something, right? And we're just, we're just going to see what's happening. Um, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, oh, man, yeah. Real, Come on. Oh, so uh, please pray for Zimbabwe. Ken and Prisca are doing a fantastic job. But I do need to tell you that it's a very difficult stage once again. Last year I went out and I was high-fiving because all the efforts that we've put in working with tier funds is helping them lift out of poverty and they were starting to not just make money to survive they were making enough money to to start moving out of poverty right so, good. so the church was working as a bank they were saving just tiny bits of money but over five years they were starting to see the, the return from that benefit so for example. Uh, the, uh, uh, we helped a guy get uh, a couple of pigs so we don't give them money but we teach them how to do it so he saved some money, bought two pigs uh, two pigs do what two pigs do and he ended up with piglets right. this time he we went over, he had 43 piglets they, they were all fattened up nicely they, they sell <laughs> they sell for $500 each to give you some idea, they live on a thousand dollars a year. Wow! Wow! It's like millionaires, you know. It was, it was, I, and we're like, this is working, this is working. So that was last year. Turned into this year, the economy collapsed. Please pray for that nation because they mm. are politically. Confused. It's, you think we've got issues. They, they've got issues as, right, as well. More, far worse. Inflation's gone up 500%. So all the money they've saved in that bank has lost its value. So I went into, I don't know if you have a picture here, right? but I, I went into, I, 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 can you see that behind you? See, see the hut behind you? I was sit. that's the hut. I'm sitting in this hut and these ladies, primarily, Tawanda and Dorcas on the end there, they're the pastors of a Zindoga church, one church, Zindoga. Okay. So this is their homestead here. So I'm sitting in their hut. These ladies are the entrepreneurs of this business. So, so they've cool. been saving and saving and saving and they've been w- working the-, work the land mm-hmm. that they've got. So, but when I sat in the hut, it was, it was despondent. It was really low. And I, I get it, because they've lost everything. They have no harvest, because the harvest failed. They have no, no economy, no money. Right? They're sitting there. And here I am, walking, get my iPhone out to, to talk from the Bible. And I felt so... Yeah, removed. I'm their pastor. But I wasn't connecting. So I opened the Word of God. It was like brass. It really was hard. So I did what we all do when we're running out of ideas. I, I opened a Q&A. Anybody, you know, anyone got a question? The first question, Lisa, is this. Um, is England like heaven? Wow. Well, I understand. You meet me. It's angelic, right? <laughs> Aye, of course. Aye, it's an obvious question. <laughs> but outside of that, it helps you understand that how far apart their world and our world is. Mm. They think we live in perfection. I tried my hardest to explain how their closeness of relationships is like gold and how fragmented we are as a nation. But it, this, the contextually, this argument is not working. <laughs> this is really not working. So he adds a few questions. And the last question was this. Pastor Simon, would you give us $200 to buy chickens? Now I got caught between two things here. See, my heart was going, I'll empty my wallet out. <coughs> I'll go without. Right? Because the farmland has failed. So if they, and the money they'd saved would have bought chickens, but they haven't got, it's not worth anything anymore. 200 US dollars to buy chickens my head's telling me we don't give money because you know the saying give a man a fish and he can eat for a day, teach a man to fish, that's the f- philosophy we've been mm-hmm. working on yeah. so I'm in, I'm in conflict and I'm praying, God give me wisdom here because I don't know what to say so in the end I, I just looked at her and I went I'll do a deal so what do you mean Thankfully, you got translation. She got a few seconds just to, because <laughs> I didn't know what I meant. <laughs> I said, I'll do, uh, I'll do a like-for-like deal. Whatever you can raise, I'll match it. She says, well, we've got $60. I said, well, I'll fun match then, I'll give you 60 She says, will you give us 100 I said, no, 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 that's not how a fun match works. And I, in my head, I'm like, you're being harsh, hard-nosed. But in my spirit, something was starting to rise where I knew this was the right thing to do. And I was pushing into something and I'm going, no, no, you give me a hundred, I'll give you a hundred. You give me 60, I'll give you 60. And I'm like, even Kennedy's looking at me going, what, what's wrong with you, Simon? Like, come on, it's just a hundred, you know, hundred dollars. You can do this. Uh, but they start chatting amongst themselves, and I imagine them going, well, I've, I could get $2 off Auntie Flo, and, you know, and people go, well, I know I said $5, but I've actually got 10 and, and after a few seconds, they turned back and said, we can raise $100. I said, I'll give you $100. Something really amazing happened in that moment. The whole atmosphere lifted, wow. and they started to sing. But they sang praises to Jesus. Wow. And they started to sing praises to Jesus. And I just watched the whole energy in the room lift as they praised Jesus in this situation. And they started to move as only Africans can move, right? And they started to move out of the hut. And we spilled into the sunlight. It took us ages to calm them down for this photograph. (laughs)
1: Because
0: they're very reserved people. And I suddenly realised they didn't need funds they needed their fight. Totally. More than their funds, they needed their fight back. And I felt the Holy Spirit helped me give them their fight back. Mm. Her question made me dig deeper than my rationale and dig into something in my spirit that brought about their fight back again. God wants us to get our fight back again. Mm. Right, So please pray for Zimbabwe. That's a very real... Everybody say Zindoga. Zindoga. That's the church in Zindoga. Karakiriki and Rusapi. Zindoga, Kadakariki. Karakiriki. You've got to kind of throw it at the front of your mouth. Karakiriki and Rusapi. Rusapi is really Rusape. Really African
1: amazing uh, that is so cool because like yeah. the choice you made grew them yeah. Yeah. it didn't just it like you did more than just give them something you grew them in that moment yeah. and uh, like just bringing it back again yeah, yeah. that's what it's about when we empower people yeah. we grow them to live big not just tell them to yeah, live yeah. big and that's yeah. the difference here <laughs> which is absolutely amazing and I know Ali you have a great relationship with Prisca I do. Uh, tell us a bit about that
2: She's Show me and Prisca probably FaceTime every month, which gives me a chance just to catch up with her and find out how she's doing, do some development and coaching with her and stuff. But my goodness, when that woman prays... And I just want to... Sometimes we can think, what on earth can we do from where we are? Yeah. Um, But um, sometimes you have to close your eyes to see what's going on. And when your eyes are open towards Zimbabwe, all you can really see is the devastation. Mm. But... um, Prisca has taught me to close my eyes, to see the truth. And uh, when Prisca prays for my kids, she prays like she knows them better than I do. Because she closes her eyes and, and, and sees God for my kids. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you, uh, close your eyes and see God for Zimbabwe. Yeah, great. Okay, And he will show you exactly what he plans, exactly what he purposes, exactly what he's capable of. And, uh, and, and that's how we can partner with them. They are our co-workers in Christ. Their problems are our problems. So let's begin to close our eyes and see what God wants to do over that nation, just like Prisca does over us and our family and our kids.
1: Excellent. So, so good. So, absolutely, loads happen- happening nationally, internationally. Like, but I know, um, in fact, Pastor Glyn Barrett, who you mentioned earlier, once described you to me as an incessant tinkerer. And uh, I think that's accurate, isn't it? And, uh, and, and in terms of the local church, what is your heart? What is the thing that is tinkering within you for, for locally what, what we're about?
0: Um, who'd have thought this little box tucked away in Podsmead Actually she 's going to have an impact on the world. Mm. Right, when you worship right when we gather here, right this is more than just us trying to central our mind and become jesus focused like it's like a laser beam It's like the Batman symbol that flies out of <laughs> I love that. out of Podsmeet, right, and lets podsmead know. That there's someone else on town here. There's someone else here. This this place doesn't belong to the devil. Yeah. We're fighting and getting it back. Yeah. Alright. So when we gather, right? Whatever happened last night, right? And the worst of the worst happened in this community last night. Behind closed doors. Because it's a society that's broken. True. Not because we judge, it's just broken. But when we gather, we're shining a light and we're putting it up, all right? That's why we've got to get together, because it's our combined light that is the exciting thing. Mm. But the light goes further. I, I do believe, like Liam's already gone to Egypt, I believe we, we will be sending people from okay. this church, Right. Across the world, yeah all right, definitely. who will make an yeah. impact that yeah. will start things, please do not come to the church if you think it 's just about you having a good time on a sunday right. it 's not how many bums on seats we have here <laughs> it 's how it 's how much we send, like we yeah. are missionaries in our sphere of influence and trust god with your future and i think that's that's what i believe that's going totally. to happen in in the life of the local totally. churches it's here.
1: very exciting so sai mm. you are one of the busiest people i know but i also know that you are going to be taking some time to yourself
0: yes i'm uh, i'm going on sabbatical
1: amazing <laughs> Everybody's like, I'm pretty sure 90% of the room is like, what's a sabbatical?
0: Sabbatical uh, it, it's taking a prolonged period of time of rest mm-hmm. out of your normal schedule. So after we are one, we have a, a coaching network conference. So that means on the 18th of October, I'm taking a three month sabbatical. Great. So to give you some idea, the first thing, very, very quickly, I'm going to a monastery, right, which is going to kill me. I'm going for 10 minutes. I'm going to have a look around. I'm coming out again. (laughs) I'm going to spend, (laughs) yeah, if you want me to. Uh, I'll, I'll go four days in a monastery. Then I've got some walking time. I've been in full time ministry for 30 years. Wow. So I'm just going to take some time to reflect what I've learned in those 30 years. Right, the good stuff and the bad stuff. And I'm going to walk with some friends. Then there's the next phase is I want to learn from people who are doing stuff that I am not doing. So I'm going to a church in Amsterdam for a couple of days to, um, you know, just taste the cake and, you know, all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Uh, To see there's a church that's doing some brilliant stuff across Europe. And uh, and then I'm going to Singapore. Wow. Wow. And I'm going to shadow uh, an apostolic leader. Uh, this is Pastor Dom Yo, who's our speaker at We Are One. Very right? exciting. He has agreed that I can go and sit in his office, and wherever he goes, I'm shadowing him for seven days. So he's got a church of 7,500. He's planted churches in Malaysia and Thailand. He literally flies around the world. He has three personal, experience, personal assistants to keep him on the road. This guy is a machine, right? Oh. And, and I, I don't want to <laughs> be him but I want to learn from him. Yeah. So that would be a learning experience for me in Singapore. Then I'm going over to Australia, like you do, for the Sunshine Coast, and staying with some friends for uh, four weeks. where well, this is relaxation and thinking and praying and just writing some things down. Coming back for Christmas, and then the last two weeks are spent in Atlanta with my friend who's an author, a prolific author, who's going to coach me in finishing my book. Yeah. Ooh.
1: It's a, book. It's a brilliant book. That, a better all than that, everybody.
2: Ooh. <laughs> Very exciting. So um, so what's, what are you doing, Ali, during that time? It's a good question. I'm not going, okay? There's a few reasons for this. Number one, this guy has worked at a million miles an hour for 30 years. And um, as well as loving Jesus with all his heart, he loves me. And if I go with him every morning, he'll wake up on that sabbatical saying, Ali, what do you want to do? And I need him to wake up and say, Jesus, what do you want me to do? Okay. so I'm three months isn't long. We've got a great marriage. He's coming home intermittently through some of those trips. Yeah. So I want him to have his seclusion with Jesus. I want him to have that one-on-one time. I'm taking a couple of weeks out in December so that Jesus can get me ready for what he's going to be like when he gets back. Because flipping heck, he usually gets a million and one ideas when he's been with Jesus even for 10 days, let alone three months. So I'm in trouble uh, unless We're I do that. Trouble. We're all in trouble. We're all in trouble. <laughs> I will be helping keep things running while he's away but Simon has built a really good team so things will be going on without him Mm -hmm. and what's lovely about this man is he's not uh, he's not controlling and he's not um, selfish with his jobs he just he's happy he's very secure he'll let us get on with things while he's away and then when he (laughs) watch out will when he comes back you will all be involved in this i'm holding you to it we won't be able to do it we're all going on sabbatical when he oh my days
1: absolutely (laughs) give him three months to cool off yeah 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 so oh that's really exciting i'm really pleased for you and um like just to affirm the fact that (laughs) cy really does work at a million miles an hour it's not just hot air and um and he he will always for us um Anytime we call, he's right there, even though I've seen his diary and I know how maxed out he is doing everything that he does. He's always there. And this time of just him and Jesus is going to make him sharper, um, more focused and bring us all into the next season of what the, what's up for the One Church Network. That,
0: that's right. Uh, we, we, we wanted to do this after 25 years. But we couldn't find a place to do it. So we plonked it far enough in the future that we couldn't argue that there was anything around it. And now it's upon us. And this is... I've got... I'm 53. If I retire at 68, which is your average retirement age, that means I've got 15 years. Okay? Yeah. All right. What... I want to be laser... Laser sharp razor focused on what only I can do in those 15 years to make it count yeah. the best I possibly can so I'm going to use that time, That's 3 good. months to get myself focused great. for 15 years
1: great, excited so uh, tell us about We Are One this year, ah. what we got
0: uh, I've already told you about Pastor Dom Yo. Pastor Dom Yeo is Singaporean, uh, so um, this is the first time we've had an international speaker come to our conference. Uh, but I think it's the first time we've we've grown into this mm. that he would even consider. And I don't mean this in a big highfaluting thing, right? But the kind of conferences he speaks at isn't "We Are One," <laughs> right? But he's seen something, he says, I want to help you, I want to invest into you, and uh, can I be an encouragement to you? So we're like, yes, please. So we've got this wonderful experience uh, to have an international speaker coming to our conference and speaking, particularly on the Saturday. Uh, So I'm very excited, but you do need to make the effort, Mm. all right? Friday night is my night, all right? I'll be speaking Friday night, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, please please come. Right. Please, please. and I've just made a mental note of who's here and I'll be looking on Friday and Saturday to see who isn't.
1: He's not even joking. No. He'll take me me and Liam aside on the Monday yeah. guys, where were Yeah.
0: I I know it's an extra effort, yeah. but the Bible says as you sow, yeah. so shall you reap. reap. So have Sunday off. All right, switch your weekend around. Mm. It's a brilliant program. We can update you with some of the visionary things that are more practical about some of the issues that we've been working on behind the scenes to help us streamline how One Church's going to go. All right, please be there. I love it when we come together. It's this is good. this is the moment when I feel like the whole family are yeah. together and that it makes me feel warm and fluffy. Totally. Make me feel warm and fluffy.
1: Amen. We Are One is absolutely Absolutely. non-negotiable. It is the best uh, weekend ever. It always feels like an effort, but when you're there, you go, oh my goodness, I'm glad I came. I've got a a word. I know where God wants to send us, take us, and it's exciting. And I want you to invite your world. I have already had a look-in on what Pastor Simon's speaking on on the Friday, and you need to bring your world. This isn't just us talking house uh, for the weekend. It is God wants to do something and he wants to bring people closer to him. So bring your world to that. Come and have a jolly, have a great time. And, and there's some ways that we personally at this location want to host you across that weekend. Uh, so, so just share a little thought with us just to wrap
2: this up, will you?
0: Yeah. Uh, so coaching for the kids, something yep. for the youth. Yep. Did you want to say something real quickly before?
2: Just real quick, um, you've heard a lot of what Simon's saying, and I I just wanted to uh, reiterate one point. Um, The reason Simon has built the culture that you sit in, right, uh, for One Church, is because he believes that every one of us is a leader, okay? You are called by God to lead your world, wherever that is. And however big that is and however small that is, you're called to lead that world. So don't think for one moment that what we're developing and what Simon is doing doesn't involve all of us. And God is calling us to lead our worlds. Yes.
1: Yeah, and
2: um, you must be at We Are One to hear more of that because mm. there's going to be a big question that will go out to you personally Yeah. Uh, in terms of that big picture. So that's cool.
1: Really good.
0: Um, let me just take three minutes to finish. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time. At least show that you're interested. Uh, it means a lot to me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, in Ezekiel 37, uh, there's only three verses, and we're in real quick. It says The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley, it was full of bones. Now, if you were set in a valley full of bones, what's the first... What, what, what are you thinking? What? How did this... <laughs> you thinking, <laughs> right... <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're thinking, thanks, God. <laughs> you, know, you're, you're, oh, I, you know, once you got over that, you're thinking, well, how did these bones get here? Right. Yeah, you, all you're thinking is how... how? Right, What? and he led me back and forth among them thank you and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley bones that were very dry so they'd been there a long time he asked me son of man now here's the question now look at the question that God asks Ezekiel can these bones live that is the last question I would have asked The truth is, I have a lot of bones in my life and the question I tend to ask myself is, can I live with these bones? Do you ask that question? Can I live with this? And God says, can these bones live? Can what is dead around you live? can what you think is over come alive again? Are you so far gone that even God can't help you anymore? Ha! But the question and can you see what I was doing in Zindoga? The question that woman asked me made me think differently. (laughs) And this is what God does to us. He asks us a question that says, you need to think differently about where you're at right now because I don't see it the way you see it. And you've got two choices. You either live with what you see or you change your thinking and start to live how I see it. And I think this is what we have to do, right? Right, first there's a church alright this isn't it we haven't arrived alright can these bones live can this community live again can 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 the mentality that's held this community in a stranglehold for years and decades can this change and God's saying if you can I can see it I just need to know if you can Can you see it? Secondly is this. We need to start living again. We need to get our fight back. (laughs) Come on, I'm talking about you individually now, not just the church. Come on, let's get our fight back. Let's get up each morning and go, do you know what, God's with me. And I might be surrounded by old buns God's trying to raise an army and I don't know how he's going to do it but that's not my problem but if he's asking me can I see it I'm going to start seeing what he sees and I I want to leave you with three things to write down in your phone and I want you to pray these three things every day over your life first thing is this begin to believe again get that childlike faith back in action again Begin to believe again. Stop being adult cynical and build childlike faith again. I know you're scribbling it down. That's very good. All right. But look at me, please, because I want you to impart into you. Believe or begin to believe again. All right. Get that childlike faith working again. Stop the cynic rising in you. Be led by the Spirit. This is what happened with Ezekiel. Okay, God. I'm gonna to live today in anticipation that you are gonna guide me somewhere beyond my natural understanding. I believe you're gonna take me to a conversation today, or you're gonna I'm gonna be sitting next to someone today, or I'm gonna be adding value somewhere today. Even if it's just a text message, I believe that your Holy Spirit is gonna prompt me. And you know what? I'm gonna be prepared to be foolish and I'm gonna go with it. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Either way, you'll have a story. If you, don't, if you don't do it, there's no story. But if you do it and it goes wrong, you've got a story. If you do it and it goes right, you've got a story. But you did it. And lastly, prophesy. The Bible tells us that the prophesy edifies, builds up, encourages. That's what the biblical definition of uh, prophecy is. So start with yourself. Look in the mirror and go, you're looking good today. You're full of the Spirit of God today. And today you're going to make a difference in your life, wherever you go. I'm going to prophesy over myself. Prophesy over the church. Prophesy over Liam and Lisa. Tell them how amazing they are. Tell them how encouraged. Just speak encouragement. That's the lowest level of prophecy. And maybe the Spirit of God will put prophecy over you. Prophesy over Assemblies of God. Prophesy over the One Church Network. Prophesy over Pastor Dom Yeo. And be released in those things. And can we prophesy over the future of the church? Because sitting in our rows today are the leaders of the future church. But it's not just, we're all here. We're all here going to add value to the future our kids are going to add value to the future thank you Jesus Man, there's my 40 minute preach in 4 minutes Amen
1: amazing, amazing. come on give him a better cheer than that